Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, we talk to defensive coordinator from Oak Grove, Rob Creason, and our game planning template. This is uh, Mark Holcomb with the Football Coaches Corner Podcast. Coach Creason, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit uh, uh, about some of the things that we've come up with uh, to kind of make game planning a little bit easier. Uh, guys, if you were listening to the podcast last week, I uh, talked about how we don't meet on weekends. And, and Coach, I would just ask you maybe uh, to, to share a little bit of your thoughts of that. We, you know, we've been at the same school for the past couple of years. And uh, we decided to not meet on weekends. And as a defensive coordinator, uh, how do you feel like that's gone? Uh, you know, I, I, I like it. I think uh, with technology being where it is right now, um, it, it, it doesn't really pose that big of an issue for us not to meet on the weekends. You know, um, yeah. we have the, the documents that we use and the, the chatting that we use via Google Docs and um, just being able to collaboratively work on those things, uh, I don't think you necessarily uh, need to meet on the weekends. And plus, it gives uh, position coaches some time to kind of specialize in what they're looking at, and that brings a different aspect uh, to a coordinator when developing a game plan. Yeah, I think you know one of the, one of the I had some responses last week from from our uh, listeners about you know not meeting on the weekends and if they felt like we were prepared, did you feel like, do you feel like we were as prepared? I mean, you've been with me for what, I guess 10 or 12 years now and we've met on the weekends and, and now we've gone to this. Did you feel as prepared this year or the past few years? Yeah. it's I've, I've never, you know, I haven't felt unprepared going into a game with, with this or, you know, it, to each his own, I think, but, you know, for us, I think we, we've we've done a good job of being prepared, and, and that starts with, you know, constant communication. You know, just because we're not meeting on for four hours on Sunday doesn't mean we don't talk to each other. So, I think, uh, you know, as long as everybody's on the same page and we're all kind of working over the weekend, it it, it it we're still prepared and we're still ready to go. Yeah, and one of the things we're going to talk about today the uh, the defensive game, game planning tip that you kind of. Uh, spearheading came up with is, uh, one of the things I feel like can, can help, you know, streamline this process. And I think, uh, if coaches will take a look at this, uh, we've got some information on our website. We've also got a couple of, uh, you know, video things on there on our YouTube channel about, you know, how you use it. And we're going to go over that some today for the listeners, but I think, uh, they'll, they'll find the benefits of that. And the nice thing about this document is, you know, you, uh, you, you buy it one time and then you just copy it and use it as many times as you want to for as many different things. So it's got a little bit of, uh, you know, flexibility to it. And I think it helps you get prepared, uh, for your games as much as possible. So, um, first thing I'm going to do, I want to talk just for a second about kind of what our, what our flow is after the game, uh, Friday night to kind of get to. And then I'll, you know, preface some of those things by, by letting you talk a little bit about, you know, some of the reports we come up with and then maybe, uh, get you to go through, you know, how you feel this, uh, this template out, which makes things a lot easier for you. But, uh, first of all, let me hit the, uh, the game flow stuff. So like, you know, after a Friday night's game, uh, we're just like everybody else. We're going to send off our, our trade film to the other team. 
as soon as we get our uh, opponents film in in our conference, we do two games. Uh, so as soon as we get that film in and any other film that we may have had uh, through common opponents or whatever, uh, we send that into Huddle Assist. Now, uh, this past year was our first year with Huddle Assist. And, Coach, you've been a part of, uh, you know, breaking it down by down and distance by coaches and things like that. What did you think about Huddle Assist this past year? Oh, it's, it's time saver. I absolutely wouldn't – I wouldn't do it any other way now. Um Huddle Assist does a great job, I think, and, and just for the little tedious things, the, the hash and the down and distance, and um, you know, that, there's some, there's a couple mistakes on there, but they're they're easy to find, they're easy to fix, um, and I think you know the best part about it is Huddle Assist tries to learn kind of your language, and um, and they 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 did the best they can in terms of naming the formations and doing it the way that you've done it, uh, the way that you set it up for them. So I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I think you talk about uh, sending in a game uh, before you go to bed and wake up the next morning and you got all that data there. And, and guys, uh, guys are listening. We're not paid by Huddle or Huddle Assist. I can promise you that. But, uh, but we've done it both ways. I feel like that's a, you know, we've, we've had coaches break down. You know, our, our D line coach might take down distance. Uh, you know, your linebacker coach might take, uh, you know, hash, yard line, you know, all those different things. But, uh, with Huddle Assist, it allows you to get some of that. I don't want to say, uh, you know, it's tedious work, but it allows you to get some of that stuff out and, and moving on. So uh, so once we get our film back in, in Huddle Assist, uh, you know, we go through and type in some specific things in the list. You know, we go through and type in the formations. We use our terminology as much as possible because I think it just makes it easier when you start typing out, uh, you know, scout wristbands and, and, and things like that. But we use our terminology, and like I said, our our head coaches, our coordinators, we all try to work together to put those shifts and motions and plays into huddle and fill in those columns that are not there. And uh, I think we we talked last year. We try to have pretty much most of this done by like five o'clock on a Sunday. Would you say is that about right? Yeah, usually usually it's done before that, but yeah, for the most part, we want to have it done um, before that so we can go ahead and. Get the get everything ready for practicing that that first install day on Monday. And I, you know, I think you made a great point earlier, and I tried to make this point last week in our podcast too. This really gives your young coaches a chance, I think, to feel like they're an important pro, uh, part of the game planning process. You know, uh, plus it teaches young coaches, I think, you know, how to watch film, uh, how to communicate with each other, and when you're doing it on your own time. I think you you know you're you're more you're more likely to sit down and 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 concentrate on kind of what you're doing when you start talking about filling these things out and you end up watching a lot of video. You know, we we joke all the time in the coach's office about sitting in those meetings for uh 5 and 6 hours running it back and saying is that guy is that guy a two technique or a three technique or is that guy is that guy running a curl? Is that a 5 yard out? You know, just all that time and we just want to take away that some of that part of it and just quit wasting our time. So uh, now, Coach, I want to. Uh, this is where I want to bring you in. So we've got all the video broken down. We've got uh, all the information typed into Huddle. So uh, this is where I want you to talk a little bit about uh, the how the reports, defensive reports, feed into the defensive game planning template, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. So typically, I mean, what we're going to do. 
the, the two main reports that we use, um, and it's, and it's, you know, Huddle can be a little finicky, so you got to make sure you put in there uh, specifically like this to, to get it to how I use it um, and how we use it for the game plan template. But you have, the first one is offensive play by hash, offensive formation, and play direction. So essentially what that's going to give you, it's just going to give you the hash. Um, it's going to give you, so say it starts on the left hash, it'll give you the most used formation. Um, that they that the other team might have, uh, and then it'll from there it'll break down play direction from that specific formation from that hash. Uh, so for example, um, I have one up in front of me. It says that you for on the left hash, the number one formation that a team used was a three by one with a tight end or a three by one with a, a offset H back, and they were in that 47% of the time when they were on the left hash, um, and then from there. Uh, it goes down to play direction, and then of the 47% of the time that they were in that formation, for 80% of that, they ran to the right. So they ran to the to the field, essentially. Um, and then which is there, a which is now, a big tail, which is a big tail when you're looking at video and you start talking about that. It's just something about 80 to 20% yeah. is huge. Absolutely, absolutely. And then from there, uh, it breaks down you know, the specific play, like, so for example, um, their number one play out of that formation to the right was a little ISO play. Um, and then it'll just go down kind of in order uh, in, in that regard. And then it'll tell you left to right. So that's the number one thing that I use. I'll, I'll put that information in, I'll get our percentages, uh, and then we'll use that information to input on the defensive game plan template. Um, and then from there, we do it, basically we just do a down and distance, um, report, which is the basic one that Huddle, uh, brings to you. Um, and, and this is all kind of catered to things that I look at as a defense coordinator. Um, I'm very, I like to look at the formation. I like to look at the formation versus the hash. I like to look at the alignment of the back versus where the H back is or where the tight end is. Um, and I like to see the play direction based off of the hash. So I'm a very, I'm very big on formations and trying to figure out, you know, why they're doing that formation on that side of the field versus why they're in a different formation on the opposite side of the field. So. And I think once, once you gain that information too, you know, we talk about uh, teaching our kids and coaching our kids during the week to look for specific things that are, uh, you know, giving things away. Like if the, if the H back is on the same side as the back, well, then this, according to what we've done and broken down, this might be what they're going to do. If it's on the opposite side, these are the things they're going to do. So some of those little telltale things, I think, too, allow you to have all this stuff done beforehand. So when you hit the field, you're ready to go with that stuff. Right. I think, I think what this does is kind of front loads all the information for you. You're, you're, it's going to kind of overwhelm you at first, but I think, once you get used to using this information, like I said, it'll front load you and it'll make everything else easier. And it, it almost becomes uh, second nature to when you see that formation, you know which way they're running. Or when you see that formation, you know which play's coming. You know, I, I remember a couple of years ago um, using the same type of uh, report and the same template. Um, our kids could understand uh, based on where that HVAC was and where the back was what plays were being called and uh, the, 
they were calling it out at the line of scrimmage and the, the, the opposing quarterbacks, you know, panicking because he doesn't know or he thinks that we got their signal or we know their play, but it's all just based off of our formation report and uh, things that we're using weekly or daily in our uh, with our game plan template and our, our practice scripts. And we have places in the in these uh you know scripts too that we include the red zone uh you know goal line plays and things like that so i think that makes it you know people talk about going out and doing situational practice instead of just having you know everything's first and ten i think you know one of the things you can see about this is because of how we do it it can be broken down into a, a red zone period goal line period uh you know a, a pascal period so i think it, it, everything kind of feeds what most coaches want to do in a in a generic or a general practice uh, script, I guess you would say. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, once you've got the uh, – you've got all your reports run, you've got all your information, uh, talk us through a little bit about – because like you said, this is uh, a little bit of, of work on the, on, the, on the front side. But talk us through a little bit about how you uh, – you go in now and, and, and do your script for your defensive game planning template. Okay. So what I'll do is, you know, I, I was I would do that work anyway um, on my own creating those reports. Uh, and then the, the difficulty that I was having was going from that report to then making scripts every day um, and keeping it consistent to, you know, the formation versus the down and distance versus, you know, keeping all that consistent and making sure I'm practicing exactly what my game plan is telling me to do based off the tendencies. So it's almost like you would kind of get lost um, with all the information. So what, you know, myself and Coach Brown kind of came up with was uh, this template to that we can input all the information uh, at one place so if, if you, you know, you purchase the template and you see it, you'll see uh, that first page where it says all plays, um, you can take and, and, and upload all your information on there at one time. Um, and then that will then populate uh, for you for the rest of it. But I think we'll talk about that as we kind of move forward. But uh, the first thing I'll do, the easy thing that I'll do is use that down and distance report to fill out. Uh, my down and distance on the side. Um, obviously, you have first down, second down, third down. Um, and then, so for first down, you have openers, and then you have after big play. And then uh, the side of it, it'll say run percentage, pass percentage. Obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll put that in. Um, and then second down, we do second and long for seven plus, uh, second and four to seven, and second and one to four. Uh, so you get that second and medium, second and long, second and short, and then so on for third and fourth. Um, and then we also have, you know, I like to incorporate after big plays, whether it be a run or a pass, you know, what's their percentage after that? If they hit a long shot, are they going to throw it again? Are they going to hand the ball off? Um, so I have run and pass percentage for that as well. Um, but I think really what, what, where the work goes in is in that, uh, that second category. So what I'll do is, um, I'll use that the offensive play by hash uh, formation and play direction in the the next column where it says open field left hash tendencies. Um, and then from there, so it's basically writing down or typing in exactly what that report says. Uh, so for example, this is this, this says left hash tendencies. 
formation would be trips right. Uh, let's say, and I've already kind of got one filled out. This is from a, a game a while ago, but it says uh, trips right, run percentage 30%, uh, pass percentage 70%. Um, the play direction would be right. That's, you know, that means they just favor going to the right out of that formation. They like to run to the field. Um, and then you, we put some notes in there that say, all right, what to expect, zone left, bubble, all right? Uh, so some sort of zone left RPO game, quick game. Um, and then off of that, this is where the game plan comes in. We want to have our base call to that, what our base call and our base coverage will be to that, and then also have a pressure call to it. Um, and so those are the next two columns. And so we'll do that for every formation that we can fit, and I believe you can fit 10 in, in there if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's about right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 10, about, so you can fit 10 different ones. You'll never use 10, I don't think. There's, I don't think there's 10 formations that, that most people use in a game. Um, there could be, depending on who you're playing, but for the most part, you'll, you'll use about six or seven at most, I would say. Um, but you'll have your base call and then your pressure call for each one of those. Um, and then you'll do that for the middle of the field. You also do that for the right, uh, the right hash as well. Um, and looking at it there, if you if you fill out, I mean, if you fill out ten plays from the left hash, ten plays from the middle of the field, and ten plays from the right hash, I mean, you're you're at thirty plays already. And 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 we've always had the philosophy, I think, of uh, trying to make sure that that we take their their you know most important plays, their three best runs and their three best passes, and kind of go from there. So. You know, you can get, like you said, you can get as deep as you want into these things, but when you get, when you get into a 30 play script, that's, that's quite a bit of things. Right. And I think what this, what this template does is, is it, not only does it look at the big play, but it also looks at the big formation and it, and it gives you the ability to understand they're on the left hash they're, and they go trips right. Well, we have answers built into our game plan from Sunday, and we're going to practice that through our practice scripts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it's, and and we're not going to deviate from it. You know that's that's going to be you, a lot of times what happens if you don't have something like this is you kind of get caught up in what's happening in practice rather than what your game plan tells you to do. And I think yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing that it's helped me with. You end up chasing ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and then, so I guess from there, yeah, from there we'll go, um, and then they there's, we break down our practice scripts on the game plan template from, based off of the, uh, the down length, essentially. So, um, for example, like Monday is a, a long down day for us, so, First and first and ten, second and seven plus, third and eight plus, um, and then we'll practice a pressure down. And so, based off of our hash tendencies and our down and distance tendencies, we will put in formations and plays in to this specific category and what call we might use uh, in into this part of our uh, game plan template. What, what's good about that is 
is the information is on the same page that you're, you're on when you're inputting it. So you can copy and paste it right over. And then what that'll end up doing is populating your Monday script. So when you're getting that information on that heavy thinking day on Sunday, when you're really developing your plan, instead of having that on Sunday happen, and then on Monday you're thinking about having to do your script, on Sunday, when you're putting in that information, you just copy and paste it right over, and it goes and it goes ahead and populates your Monday script. And so we do that all the way through the week. So Tuesday is a medium day for us. So it would be second and medium, third and medium, pressure call. Um, and then uh, Wednesday is a short day for us. So uh, second and short, third and short, um, so on and so forth. And those can be adjusted um, based off of what you want and that specific day as well. And uh, and then from there, we'll have top runs and passes also kind of plugged in. And so it's a lot of information on that first page, but as you kind of move through the, the template, you'll see uh, once you populate that Monday portion of your, um, of your template page where you're putting in all the information of your information page and you click over to Monday script, it's already populated for you. Um, and you don't have to think about it any further, and you don't have to plan any further. Um, and I think this this for for people who are listening to this podcast, it's got you know, guys, it's got coach talked about left hash, right hash, um, middle of the field, but we also have a, a you know a place where you go red, red zone tendencies, goal line tendencies, and this is a a self populating sheet. So once you do everything on this front page, it says all plays. Everything else is done. So, you know, you can click on your, your Monday practice, your Tuesday practice, uh, even your, your, if you do a walkthrough, whether it be on, you know, a Wednesday walkthrough or whether it be a Thursday walkthrough or a Friday before the game, whatever, all that stuff is done for you and everything is, is auto populated. So it's going to take you a little bit more time on a Sunday evening while you're game planning, but you're not having to figure out every night and during the day, you know, what scripts are going to be the next day. And your kids kind of get a little bit of familiarity with it too, I think, also. Right, absolutely. And and like I said before, the the reports help you a lot. Put those reports on the front end that if if, if you can fill those reports out, it, it, it'll kind of write the story for you. Then you're just importing that data uh, into the all plays page on the at the very beginning. Um and then that ends up making your scripts and that ends up making your call sheet as well. Um, so again, like you, not only are you practice are you creating your practice script, but I think even more than that, you're also creating your call sheet, uh, for, for Friday nights or whenever, whenever you go to play your game, the, your practice scripts are populated and that's great. And that makes everything easy. But again, this is all getting important, imported to the call sheet too. Um, so you're practicing exactly what's going to be on that call sheet rather than trying to, you know, pull a play call out of a hat or trying to make a decision on the fly. It's something that your kids have practiced. They've become familiar with because you've done it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they know that they've done it and it's been consistent. And now it's on your call sheet and it's based off of, again, tenant views that the other team has given you and it's not shooting from the hip. It's it's something that is definitely calculated and and based off of percentages and things of that nature. So 
and I and I think one of the neat things that you guys have done on the call sheet is, you know, you've broken it down. So on, on the left hand side of the front, and then the call page guys is one sheet. So I mean, it's not like you're having to chase a bunch of things. But on the left hand side, you've broken it down into first, second, third, fourth down, uh, the distance, and now it's got a runner pass. But not only does it have a runner pass, but if let's just say, for example, on the sheet we're looking at here, it says second down and seven plus is 72% pass. Well, that's going to automatically come up in blue, and the other one is going to be marked out. So now you can quickly look down at your sheet and say, okay, it's second and seven. They like to pass. You know, so that makes it easy. Then now you go over to your hash sheet, and you've got everything broken down by by tendencies on the hash. So, you know, if it's a, a going to be a, you know, you feel like it's going to be a pass play, everything on the right-hand side with your hashes is already set together. So basically all you need to know, uh, to make your call sheet or when you're, you know, to make your calls in the game is what's the down and distance and what hash is it on? And I think once you find those two pieces of information on a Friday night, uh, then, then, you know, everything else pretty much takes care of itself. And plus your kids have been practicing it all week. So they know what they're getting into also. Yeah. They kind of expect, expect that call to come. Um, and, and just to kind of pick up off of what you were saying. Uh, you know, on, on Friday nights, making a call, you know, we have four coaches on a headset defensively. Um, if I have a coach give me a down and distance and a hash, and then another coach give me the formation, based off of this call sheet, it makes it extremely easy for me to find what I'm expecting in terms of their play, what play's coming, and then it, and then I have a call, a base call and a pressure call you know, that, that I could use. So it, it might be something where, and, and obviously that is, uh, you know, the call that, that could be made. But again, it, the, as the game goes on, it could be something that, you know, that just gives me an idea and I can build off of that. It gives me kind of the framework of what the call would be. But if, if the coach gives me down a distance and hash, um, and then another, the coach up top says, Hey, they're in two by two here. Uh, then I'll know exactly where to look. Um, I'll know the run pass percentage immediately, and I'll know what play to expect. And it'll give me the framework of what call I can have. Um, and which and I think that'll work too. You you you've always been a coordinator that likes to be on the field, but we have quite a few people that listen to the podcast too that are coordinators up top. So if you can imagine sitting there with this sheet in front of you, and you know, kind of get, gathering the information as you go. And now you've already got everything ready for you. So it's pretty easy to spot that whether you're on the field actually having to, you know, have people tell you down distance and hash or if you're sitting in the box and you're the one who's kind of controlling everything as a coordinator up in the box too. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty easy, uh, seamless transition, I think, from finding these down and distances, uh, hashes and formations. And I, you know, and, and you can say what you want to, but the more and more we coach, the more we, we figure out people are, are there hash people? Uh, they're wide side of the field people. You know, that's just, uh, I think that's what coaches feel comfortable with. Yeah. I, you know, as long as, as long as we can get, uh, that, that, as a defensive coach, as long as we can get that one tendency, you know, that's what we're looking for. That one, that one thing to happen to give us a competitive advantage. Because a lot of times, you know, in this day and age, offense has a competitive advantage, whether it be, you know, whether it be an RPO or whether it be, you know, something that's 
something that's different. But if we can get that one tendency uh, to kind of give us a competitive advantage, I feel like we're in good shape. And I think, you know, using this, um, we've given our kids a lot of tools in terms of just being football intelligent and kind of knowing what to expect, which kind of gives us that advantage. Yeah. Well, Coach, I'd like to thank you for uh, coming on the podcast today. I mean, if you want to – if anybody wants to get in touch with you, uh, uh, do you want to give your Twitter handle and the coaches guys can give you a follow and reach out through Twitter maybe? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a coach at Coach Creason 66. Um, I'm on there. You know, I, I'm, if you if you want to message me, I, I'm more than happy to you know talk about it. And uh, I talk football all the time. So if you want to just message me and talk football, that's cool too. But um, uh, I'm really excited about the template. And if anybody has any questions, you know, I'm I'm more than welcome to or I'm more than open to talk to you about it all right and this is uh you know again this is we're we're kind of in the, the the process right now of not knowing you depending on which state you're in you are either all go for football or you're uh you know all go for football in the spring or you're waiting on somebody to make an announcement if you're like us so uh you know this is a, a great time i think to to take this template and maybe look back at some uh, opponents that you've had in the past you know especially if you're getting moved to the spring and just use this and kind of get used to it. And plus, it'll give you some information. I think that you probably, you, know, you could probably do this uh, in a self-scout uh, way also. But, uh, Coach, I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast today. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us. Our Twitter handle is at FBCoachesCorner, or you can email us at FBCoachesCorner at gmail.com. Uh, the template is available on our website. We'd like to ask that you to visit our website, which is, footballcoachescorner.com. We've got this template. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about our offensive game planning template. We talked last week about our video scout checklist, but we have all kinds of free downloads there and access to all of our previous podcasts. If this is your first time listening, uh, please hit the subscribe button. Leave us a review. Uh, this helps to move our podcast up the rankings, and feel free to share our podcast with anybody that you feel would enjoy it. Uh, if you have topics you would like for us to cover in the future, or if you'd like to possibly be a guest, just uh, Hit us up through our Twitter, uh, email us with those topics, and we'll be glad to get those uh, to you and talk about them. And, uh, coaches, thanks again for listening. And until next time, continue to coach with pride, passion, and a purpose.